Hello and welcome to Barbara's Podcast. This is the show for women, all about health, nutrition, and wellness. It's the show that will empower you and inspire you to create a healthier lifestyle. Hello and welcome. I'm Barbara Carafocus, and on today's podcast, I have a lovely guest, Monica Milan, who is here to share her journey from battling depression and anxiety to teaching other mums how to cope with the anxiety of being a new mum. So welcome, Monica. Hi, Barbara. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a bit about your journey from battling depression and anxiety to becoming a life coach and mentor for new mums? Sure thing. So my battle with depression and anxiety started when I was about 21, uh, officially in any case. My brother unexpectedly passed away. He was um, 18 at the time and I was, I'd moved away from home to study So I was on my own with no um, support network or anything like that. And that really threw me for a loop. So I fell into a very deep depression and um, it took me six months before I got help. But since that time, I have been um, going to see a therapist regularly and I am on anti-anxiety and depression meds Um, it's a sneaky illness it it comes and goes sometimes it's worse than other times yes and then sorry I'm you know I'm listening (laughs) (laughs) and then um, I moved back home I met my husband felt got married felt pregnant and um I was eight months pregnant when the pandemic um, was announced and the whole country went into level five lockdown. And as you can imagine, my anxiety skyrocketed and all my careful, careful plans to have a midwife and a doula and all sorts of things, they fell through the floor (laughs) and I was devastated. And yeah, but I, I gave birth then in April, 2020 and It was quite a a traumatic time for me being a new mom with a baby, a a newborn and not having any support because people, you know, physically weren't able to to come to me. And I remember it was one night, I think it was about three months in and uh, it was like two o'clock in the morning and my baby had been crying nonstop. Um, I didn't know what was wrong. I'd fed him, changed him he was just crying and then I had him on my chest and I just burst out crying and then both of us were bawling our eyes out (laughs) in the middle of the night and it just dawned on me that um, something had to change and like as I said anxiety is sneaky so I didn't realize that how badly the anxiety had affected me I needed that kind of low point to trigger something and, and because of that moment I could then pull on my skills on the skills I've learned over the years on how to cope with anxiety and I kind of pulled myself back out of this hole I found myself in and through that process I decided I wanted to help other mommies because I think pandemic or not being a new mom can be very 
isolating and very traumatic for a lot of women. And, you know, society wants you to feel like you must do everything on your own. And then you put so much pressure on yourself. And that's not right. That's no. not right. So I want to help other new mommies. And that's how I transitioned to the life coaching. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you for sharing that with us. I can imagine, you know, being a new mom is, can be quite stressful. I think the first three months for me um, were a blur. I can hardly remember the first three months. You know, the, the waking up every, you know, couple of hours, not enough sleep. And so I can imagine that, you know, having the pandemic as well, just created uh, in, in um, enormous amounts of, uh, of stress. Yeah, no, it, it really did. Yeah. What are some of the most common anxieties that new mums face and how do you help them overcome those fears? Some of the more common anxieties is knowing whether you're making the right decisions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There is such a huge information overload on the internet uh, when it comes to being a mom and raising your baby. Yeah. And oftentimes that advice is conflicting um, from weaning your baby to sleep training to, I don't know, what else. And everyone will make you feel like if you're not following their advice to the letter that you are somehow failing your baby and you are going to score them for life. Yeah. And that puts an enormous amount of pressure on you to make the right decision. So, so that is one, one part of the anxiety. And something else is that as, as mothers, as women, actually, I think most females, do this we we take a lot on our own shoulders we want to help everyone we want to be there for everyone and now when you have a baby it's compounded because you obviously want the best for your baby yeah. and becoming a mom is actually such a fundamental shift to your own personality yes. and no one really prepares you for your own identity change the responsibilities that you suddenly have on your shoulders, the judgment you suddenly get from everyone and anyone that thinks they have an opinion on how to raise your child. And so you need space and time to deal with your own emotions, but because you're so stuck in this mode of giving and giving and caring for your baby, um, it really is a bit of a vicious cycle and that also leads to a lot of anxiety. And I think most moms don't even realize that they are suffering from anxiety because they're just in survival mode, like you say. You stay up to date with um, latest research and techniques for helping you moms with anxiety. And do you, how do you incorporate that into um, your knowledge, into your coaching practice? So I read a lot i research a lot i'm an organizer and planner by nature and i think that's also why becoming a first-time mom threw me for such a loop because nothing prepared me to even research the changes it, it would have on me yeah um and so 
I use all of that information and I help mommies uh, make decisions. I help them how to identify their values and how to prioritize. Yeah. I help them find their own way of doing things and how to rebuild their confidence yeah. and um, how to set boundaries. Boundaries is also very important. I think boundaries is one of my favorite words. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and um, I can say a lot of women feel guilty if they use the word no. You know, they 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 it they it comes with a lot of guilt. It does. But they actually say, well, you know, I I can't at this moment. Or do you mind if we leave it for another time? You know. Yeah, and boundaries are so important. I've I feel that once again, similar to anxiety, is you don't realize how important boundaries are until someone points it out to you. Something yeah. as simple as someone refusing to give your baby back when you ask for your baby back is, is someone not respecting your boundaries. Yeah. And when you don't recognize it for, for what it is, that also creates that anxiety and that feeling of resentment within yourself. And even though it's so difficult to say no, it is really one of the most wonderful forms of self-care that you can practice yes. <laughs> saying no. <laughs> I, I, um, with, my clients, we sort of do, uh, I call it life restructuring, because sometimes you get into this pattern of, you know, you wake up in the morning and you live your life and certain things happen and and then the next day it repeats. And I said, well, you just got to stop for a moment and just see, you know, what's irritating you? Is there something that's happening throughout your day that, you know, that makes you feel uncomfortable or is that you can improve or you know you need to find some help and then when you start fixing and doing these little things your life does become easier and more harmonious and you know it, it goes smoother and you end up being happier than having these quite a few trick that triggers that make you feel um you know uncomfortable or agitated exactly. or whatever it may be yeah. I agree 100%. It's like that um, saying, I forgot who said it, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yes. but expecting a different result. Result, yeah. <laughs> they, they say Einstein did that. Uh, it's Einstein's quote, but I'm not 100% sure as well. <laughs> um, could you share maybe a, um, a story or two of how you've helped some mummies or how you can help them? What your coaching is like? So there's the, these mummies, specifically there's this mom that struggles with boundaries. Okay. And she was saying how, actually it's what I mentioned before. Yeah. She was building up resentment towards her, her in-laws because they wouldn't respect her time with her baby. For example, she didn't want her baby exposed to their dog. They've got quite a big dog and she was worried about that. And yet they insisted on holding the baby quite close to the dog. Okay. Um, 
or not returning the baby to her when she was asking for her baby back because it was feeding time or whatever. And, and you know, honestly, it, there doesn't need to be a reason for a mom to ask a baby back. Yeah. And so um, I just took her through, you know, what are the boundaries? What does it mean when you set boundaries? What does that look like? And how it looks like when people are not respecting your boundaries. And then we worked on how to have those conversations with people and, you know, how to be respectful and yet at the same time set consequences for if your boundaries are not respected. And yes, so that's one of the main um, focus areas of my coaching bit about you now how do you balance self-care um with being a coach to new mummies um and also you know so running a, a little business and how, how how does that come together <laughs> with difficulty <laughs> i actually still have a nine to five job as well okay so <laughs> i am but very <laughs> I am very um what's the word I'm looking for I'm very deliberate about setting time aside for myself yes because if you are not deliberate it's not going to happen so I have a yoga class I attend every week okay I make a point of reading when I've got a few minutes free instead of doom scrolling on my phone and social media. Yeah. Um, I've re actually only recently restarted doing this. So I always loved reading and it's, it's fallen by the wayside the last couple of years. And so now I'm focusing on reading again and I'm loving it. I and then, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say yeah. with the reading, I felt exactly the same as you that I let it slide. And I thought, no, I wake up 20 minutes earlier so I can get even 20 minutes of reading in the morning because I know if I don't read in the morning, the day is gone and then, you know, that's it. So exactly. it's, it's exactly. important to feed your soul and your mind through reading, you know. It is. And currently I am also on this journey of healing my body through what I eat. Okay. And I, I know this is something quite close yeah. to your heart. So I am really focusing on eating properly, avoiding um, sugar and, you know, simple carbs and things like that. And even though it sounds straightforward, I feel that is a very important aspect of self-care because the worse you eat, the worse you feel and the more difficult it is to to take care of yourself it's it's really important i think so you know there's so many foods out there that might actually you know trigger your anxiety for example you know too much caffeine or coffee um it could be that if you're not eating enough and you know your blood sugar drops your blood sugar levels drop then that might make you feel you know you lose energy or you're weak um, and there's lots of research out there uh, regarding the brain-gut axis. So if your gut's not in, in good shape, then that could also cause 
you know, depression or anxiety, you know, there's there's gluten that people react to. So exactly. I think it's wonderful that you're you're looking at that side of um, you know looking after your body and going into nutrition. Yeah, I I've been avoiding caffeine for months now. Mm -hmm. uh, that has made a huge difference. And um, what was the other thing? I am also avoiding dairy at the moment and mostly avoiding um, any kind of uh, carbs. I'm avoiding carbs as much as possible at the moment, um, except in its like fruit or vegetable form. Yeah. Um, and that has made a huge difference, really. Brain fog as well. It, it's my brain fog is a lot better. Like I don't suffer from that so much anymore. I'm really happy to hear that. It's always nice to hear people's stories and get some feedback. Yes. <laughs> it actually does work. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> so what are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about postpartum anxiety and depression? And how do you work to dispel those myths? So a lot of women don't even realize that postpartum anxiety is a thing. Yeah. Most women are aware of postpartum depression because it's spoken about a lot. But postpartum anxiety can be just as debilitating and is also a separate disease. Um, and it is a mental disease. And it is something that is treatable, just like if you were to have flu. Yes. A lot of people in general think that mental illnesses are something to be ashamed of and that it's something you can just wish your way out of and that is not true so a lot of what I try and teach is that postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression as with any other mental illness is an actual illness that is treatable and you owe it to yourself to get that treatment. I mean, if you were sick with the flu or, yeah. I don't know, tonsillitis or something, you're not just going to continue on with your life and hope you get better. You're going to go for medicine. You're going to go see a specialist and you should do exactly the same for mental health uh, issues. Right. So in closing, um, what... What would you like to share with um, with our listeners? Have faith in yourself. Know that it is hard to be a mom, especially a new mom. It's not hard because you're doing something wrong. It's hard because it is hard. So have faith in yourself. You will get through this tough period. And don't be afraid to ask for help. We are supposed to have a village helping us raise our children and our villages have disappeared. Yeah. So you're not supposed to be doing all of this alone. Ask for help, Mama. You deserve it. If someone would like to contact you and book a session with you or reach out to you, how, how can they do that? Would you like to share your socials or...? Sure. Um, my website is www.newmom.co.za. And if you add forward slash coaching, you can get to my coaching page, but there's also contact information on there. I do also have a, a free download of positive affirmations to help you boost your self-confidence as a new mom. 
And you can get that at newmom.co.za forward slash my affirmations. And then on Instagram, I'm mon.malan. Well, it was lovely having you on the podcast. Thank you, Monica. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Barbara's podcast. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or e-courses. Celebrate life and see you at the next episode.